the part to healing is like, it's work. It's not just going to happen for you. You have to intentionally take the steps to make it happen. And it has not been easy for me to do this while juggling kids and figuring out who I am. It's like, who am I? And then also trying to make time for myself to do all these things. The cool thing about kids is they're there for the ride. It's okay for you to hold your baby while you're podcasting. It's okay for you to be, you know, you, I can meditate while my kids are in the room and they will kind of tune into that energy and like kind of quiet down and get really calm and play with their toys. Like they follow suit. They totally understand what's going on. Hey guys, my name is Shayla. Welcome to the Hey Shayla podcast. I went from full-time travel to full-time new COVID mom, and now I'm a mom of two. And holy wow, is motherhood and adulting a learning curve. There are so many decisions we need to make and a million ways to do it right. I created this podcast to interview some of my gurus to share their knowledge and empower you on your journey. Let me be your guinea pig and ask the question you think everyone else knows. Here, we're a little hippie. We try to do things as naturally as possible. We're open-minded and we don't take ourselves too seriously. But above all, we support one another and work to find what works. If you're into it, you're our people. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. This podcast episode is going to be quite a unique one. I have one of my cousins, one of my cousins, not related by blood, but who I've grown up with, was like, hey, Sheila, I am wondering if you would like to have your soul's purpose read. And I was like, what does that mean? And she said that she was going to read my soul's purpose, kind of connect to some past lives and to go through my chakras to see if anything comes up there. And I still honestly have, I don't really know how to explain this properly, but I was like, yes, I do. Yeah, I want to hear it. So tell me, tell me all the things. And so we made a podcast episode about it. So you guys can kind of hear what she discovered. I don't even know if soul's purpose is the right term to use. Um, she's, she was like, well, what do you want to know? And I was like, Annika, I honestly have no idea. And some of the things that she was saying, I was like, come on, Annika, you've known me forever. Like that sounds spot on. She's like, right. But most of the people I do these readings for, I don't know all of them. And then some of the things that came up when she did the chakras, cause you'll hear me kind of go back and forth with the soul's purpose. I can't remember if that's the right term, but in the, in the first half, you hear me kind of go back and forth with her like, Oh, wow. What does this mean? What is this? And ask her all these questions. And then the second half, I just get silent and it's because I'm in my head and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just keep going with what you have to say. And then after I kind of unpack it at the end, sort of like, okay, well, this makes sense. And this makes sense. And there were a few things that she said that resonated that she wouldn't have known. And so take this as you want. If you want to, if you're like, oh my gosh, I am in some desperate need of guidance. I need someone to kind of connect to myself, help me connect to myself and know what my purpose is, where I'm going. Definitely connect with Annika because she is incredible. Like I said, I was asking her these questions of just like, come on, come on. And she's like, Hey, it's okay. I'm just going to tell you what came through and you can decide what to do with it. And so if any of it resonates and you are in need of guidance, please reach out to Annika and get a reading. Um, you can also get readings for your children. And I did that as well uh, off of the podcast. And that was so interesting as well. So take what you want, leave what you don't. I hope you enjoy this episode. If you want to reach out to Annika, go to alignedmamashealing.com. And then at the top, it says work with me. So I hope you enjoy this and let's get going on the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Hey Shayla podcast. Today I have Annika. Annika, <laughs> normally I have like a, I don't know, a intro and questions that I ask you, but you're kind of running the show today. So I Guess I want you to just share. Let's talk about what we're doing today because I am mm-hmm. honestly really excited and stoked about it, but I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> so oh, I need fair. you, yeah. So I need you to like introduce yourself and kind of tell me what we're doing. And then I have questions already. So my name is Annika Marita. I am the founder of Aligned Mama's Healing. And what I do is I am an intuitive. What I do is I read energy and I, I, my focus is mothers and children. And the way it works for me is that when I tap into the energy of a child, children come through so clearly 
and I will begin to download messages from their higher selves or their guides or my own guides. And these messages will come through and they are messages about what their life's purpose is, what their past life experience was that brought them here to earth to experience their mission and start to fulfill their mission, why their connection is so special or particular with their mothers or what is important for them and what their needs are to be able to fulfill this mission here on earth and then very similarly with mothers I will connect to their souls their higher selves and their teens and through connecting to them I have brought forth um people's guides I've introduced people to their guides I have helped mothers find their soul's purpose and what their mission is here on earth and why they're here I read their past lives to help guide them into why their soul's mission is what it is here on earth. And then um, we will go down and read the chakras and every chakra is an energy point. It holds information as to what's going on with your physical body, what you're experiencing in your life now, and also the metaphysical stuff too. So after that, I will do a body scan and then I can also see where some pain points are physically in your body. And I will quickly download some messages from the guides and they'll share with me what can help you with that inflammation or the pain via healing foods, supplements. I specialize in plant-based healing. I have had quite a journey of healing myself. And I've utilized the power of plants to heal using medical medium tools and techniques. And so I've been doing that since 2018. And I'm well-versed and understand plant-based healing pretty well. well so I'm able on your, to, sorry, on ahead. your Instagram, you're always like mm -hmm. cooking up these potions. And I'm like, that <laughs> looks incredible. Like, I'm like, where <laughs> do you post what you, do you post your recipes and stuff? Or share them? Um, I have. I have in the past. I haven't been so good about it here lately because I've been really focused in on this. Yeah. Well, and, <laughs> and my time is limited. <laughs> right. You have four children. Let's just add yeah, that to I the mix. I have four kids. I can't yeah, even I have handle four that young you're kids. like, I'm just going to start a business. Yeah. How old are the twins? The two oldest? The twins just turned six. Yeah. yeah. The twins just turned six. So we've got and then we have another one who's four, almost five in March, and then a 20-month-old. Yeah. Plus on top of that, you're starting this business, but okay. So I've known you, I mean, I've known you a really long time and I've never known mm -hmm. any of this about you. So how did you, I don't know, how did you kind of decide that to learn more about it and to kind of tap into this? Because this has kind of been something that you've always experienced, but didn't really like know what to do with, or what would you say? Yeah. I mean, that's such a good question. You don't know when you come into this world what it feels like to be in anybody's body but your own. And for mm -hmm. me, it was very normal to be really empathic and feel people's feelings and take them on as my own. I also always felt like it was my purpose to help heal people. So if people felt sad or if they were having a hard time, mm -hmm. I would jump all in to do whatever I could to help them feel better. And then as I got older, I become, I became kind of aware of, um, like spirits that would come and visit me ghosts. And then I started turning it off. I'm like, no, yeah, that's not cool. That's really scary. I'm not interested. Totally. And I would always, I like, I feel like all the time I'd be like, don't, nope, nope, don't go there. I'm not open. I'm not available. Don't, don't use me like that. Don't visit me. And then yeah, seriously, don't visit me. <laughs> um, and then after I had kids, or, you know, right before I had kids, I started having a ghost visitation in our house. And it was like a really scary ghost. It did all the creepy things out of the movies. I was laying down in bed and it would come and it would just lean over me and it would have the scary face on. And then it would create webs in our room. And it was kind of like a spider with a top hat on it. It sounds totally crazy. So are you crazy, seeing but... this or is it like an energy that you yeah. feel? Both. So I am, my senses are, I'm, I'm clairvoyant, clairsentient. So I feel, um, I see, I also, um, hear, so clairaudient, 
Um, I will occasionally smell things and then kind of pause and be like, okay, what was that? That was more than just a smell. There was like an energy behind that and mm-hmm. kind of pick up messages there. The, I think the most important thing to my gift is that I work with guides. My guides are how I communicate with such clarity and confidence. I have always felt like I had a presence around me. I never have experienced anxiety or when I would have a test, I always went in there really confidently feeling like it wasn't just me there. I had support there and things always just came to me very easily in that way. Hmm. After having kids, I feel like I rebirthed myself, you know, three times (laughs) and then started finding myself three times over because I feel like it was a death of self every time. Yeah. Really? And each time was different. Oh yeah. Each time was so different. It was Ooh. so different and really, really intense. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It was. It was it was hard. And then after I had the so it was the second pregnancy that I started to experience eczema and it was became um like almost debilitating. It was really hard to breastfeed. My breasts were really inflamed, inflamed. They were um, chafing, bloody, cracking. Oh, man. And then it actually went to my arms, my scalp, my face. Um, and I kind of looked like a burn victim. And so I was like, wow, I really need to make some lifestyle changes, apparently. And I started looking into medical medium. And through that, I was able to reach a fairly good point with my eczema. And then after having my last baby, I just went into like the worst eczema flare up of my life. And I'm like, what the heck? I just ate super well. I've been taking such good care of my body. And here I am again in the depths of like so much darkness. And so I paused and I was like, what do I need? And I heard that I need to change the way I think. I need a lot of healing around trauma, whether that be ancestral trauma, breaking cycles, and also around self-worth. So I'm like, okay, how am I going to do that? So I started kind of manifesting, finding a mentor. Like I need a mentor. I need somebody who can teach me what it is that I'm supposed to do because I'm almost at a loss. I have no idea what I'm supposed to do here. Yeah. And then um, when my baby was five months old, I found Nikki Novo. Her purpose is to teach others to tap into their intuition and read energy. And she teaches you how to read the chakras, how to create energetic hygiene around you. So if you're an empath, that's super important. Yeah. She teaches you how to tap into the Akashic records. And through all of this, I was able to heal a lot of stuff too, because you have a community of women that are taking this course with you. So you're not alone. Cool. And it was just the most profound experience of my life. And I can say I'm not the same person I was a year ago. Wow. So when you do these, so uh, there's so many, I have like so many questions, but let's try (laughs) and keep it focused here. When you do someone's reading, like what we're going to do now, uh, do you, I mean, you're saying you get all the answers. So they're like, okay, you need to, uh, heal and self-worth. Are you just going to hand that to me? Or are you going to say, and here are some ways to do it? Hmm. So I, um, my guides give you actionable steps in your healing. What they don't like to do is they don't like to, Um, let's see, what's the best way to explain it? They don't like to predict. They don't want to tell you what to do. They're going to give you actionable steps to do the things that will heal you. They're going to guide you towards what you need to heal, but they also want you to step into your own intuition totally, and really find that within yourself. They're not going to, they'll lead you to the water. They're not going to make you drink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they want you to figure that part out. Well, I think that's important. I think that it's important to say like, okay, here are the things that we need to work on. Now you need to go work on them. And I, cause mm-hmm. if you, if someone tells you exactly what to do step-by-step, sometimes you're, it's just not the way you would do it, or you don't fully embody it or whatever. You have to do the work yourself. So I mm-hmm. actually love that. Even though as moms, it's hard. You're like, just tell me what to do. Don't tell <laughs> me what I need to do. Tell me, just tell me what to do. So <laughs> don't true. make me think. But I found <laughs> even just in like simple tasks, the more I sit 
with myself and say like, okay, what is making me unhappy? Okay. I, I wish I could work out more. Let's just say that. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I can't because I've got two kids. I co-sleep. I can't wake up in the morning. I can't do da, 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 da. And then once you go through all of your can'ts, and then once I accepted all of my cans, I said, okay, what can I do? These are my mm-hmm. circumstances. They're not the things that's preventing me from doing the thing. These are just what I'm working with. So now when, when am I going to get my work done? Do I have to do it at 10 PM? Am I too tired? Too bad. If you want to do it, that's your time. You know what I mean? Like, I think yeah. just kind of like sitting with what you have and what you want, and then trying to come up with the solution is like really empowering, but really difficult. Mm-hmm. that's not mm-hmm. super related to this but <laughs> there we go no I love that it's no it is it's totally it's absolutely related to this because I get moms who ask me how like how am I going to step into my purpose and and every single time it's not it's not all or nothing you're not meant to do it all right now the the greatest message that I receive from mothers is the most important thing for you to do is take care of your kids right now but you do have a mission too. And so if you can somehow incorporate that mission in your day-to-day life, it's small things. It's like listening to a book on Audible, mm-hmm. getting a reading with me, um, just getting an energy healing. It's the small things that will help guide you and transition you into where you're supposed to be totally. so that you don't feel stuck when you're being a mom because yeah. you can feel so stuck. Yeah, and I was... I read it. I was just listening to an audiobook and it said like the small changes feel like nothing day to day, but like, for example, like filtering your water, you're like, okay, oh, what if I'm at my friend's house and they don't have a filtered water bottle? And you, there's like a lot of anxiety that can come from just like little changes like this. But then when you think about the trajectory of like the next 20 years and you're like, man, I'm so glad I started filtering my water 20 years ago. Like I took this tiny step, but like the direction that you're or whatever exercising or doing this work or anything like mm-hmm. taking those tiny little steps like slowly using reusable instead of single use and just in 20 years you're going to be in a way different spot than you would have if you hadn't made that small change those little mm-hmm. changes make a huge difference if you just do them small every day absolutely yeah. cool absolutely it's okay. a for healing <laughs> I'm ready I'm so excited <laughs> Okay, so I have Shayla's reading here. The way that I do it is I will um, rewrite everything. So I have everything written down in my handy dandy book. And I will begin to write it down or read it. Um, When I read it out loud, I will also begin to receive more messages around it. And you'll see me look up to my left. That's just me connecting to spirit and downloading more messages. It's easy to get distracted when there's a video or somebody else's energy in front of you. So to kind of remove that and connect clearly, you'll see me look away, but that's why. So you've already done some of this. And I have, I've done most of this is kind of like the bones here, what I have. Um, a lot of me too. <laughs> okay, perfect. I'm going to okay. mute myself because I've got a snoring baby on my chest and that I'll just unmute. It when I... okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to dive in. This is from your higher self perspective. And this is what they said. I was a self-proclaimed explorer. I explored all terrains, all beings and species for my soul's wisdom. This is talking about your past life. I have an ever-present hunger for knowledge. I want to know why, how, who, when, and where, and truly listen to their stories. I have traveled to the tallest mountains and listened to its whispers of how it grew through its thousands of years. It shared how the valleys shifted, the river have ebbed, and yet remains the same ever-present. I have visited beings who have lived in such isolation that I needed to understand why. Through their stories, I have discovered presence. Presence is found in the most peaceful places. These were beings who had deep understandings of what presence felt like. It lent them long, healthy, happy, and fulfilling lives. Their lives were simple in form, but the most fulfilled I have yet seen. Through these explorations, I have gathered many stories. 
It is my greatest pleasure to share these stories to others. As I share my findings, others become enlightened, curious, and inspired. If my wisdom activates their inner explorer, my mission is complete. So they started showing me visions upon entering your energy. First of all, you were really, really excited. You were like jumping around. You gave me a huge hug. You're like, yes, I'm so happy. And that felt so Shayla. And then, <laughs> and then um, I was able to kind of get through that excitement and kind of dive a little bit deeper. It, they gave me an image of you being kind of like a man and you were a solo traveler and you were wearing a backpack and you had your walking stick and you just traveled by foot over the hills, through the mountains, over the valleys. And it was just the most beautiful experience. And you needed this to complete your soul, like your soul's wisdom. And you, you have such an innate sense of learning and you needed you still do you need to learn all that you can so that you can continue to build this wisdom so you can share it with other people does any of that resonate I feel like yeah that just explained my whole life (laughs) I like so you're saying that that's a past life yes so then does it make sense I mean I feel like that's exactly what I did traveling Mm -hmm. and sharing And then now still just continuing to learn motherhood. And I feel like this is a whole new adventure, but that I feel like is already, that's what I've, that's my past (laughs) 10 years. Right. Yeah. So is that normal for you to have a similar past lives and current lives? Yes. Okay. The only time that I see that your past life doesn't match up to your current life is if you are here to break negative cycles. So I have seen some souls who have come to earth to um, get out of darkness. They were almost, it's almost as if they had like sold their soul to the devil or something like that. It was not a good past life, but they came here and they found their mother and they made that contract with their soul so that they could get out of that darkness and come into the light and be taught how to love. And Hmm. so that mother was here and contracted with that soul to teach their child how to love. And it was, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm seeing is I'm not, I've yet to see anything that was dark here. Everything is so beautiful. And all the children that are coming in right now have such deep, powerful missions. Cool. So I'll keep reading. In this life on earth, I'm fulfilling a similar mission. As I gather experiences from all walks of life, I can share my stories with others who need to hear them most. As they listen, they are expanded and spark is lit for them to explore their curiosity. I come to share messages of hope to help boost morale and maybe make them laugh. Laughter is the ultimate medicine to transmute pain. There is so much more than our singular minds experience day in and day out. I want people to know that there are many ways to live and we can all benefit from taking pieces of every lifestyle to make our own uniquely ours and to live in happiness and joy. So there they just kind of shared what your mission is here. And it is, it's very similar to the, to your past life experience. Um, And then after sharing your soul's mission, I jump into reading your chakras. Okay, wait, and I, Sorry. Oh yeah, of course. So when you're saying that you're connecting with my soul's mission, mm-hmm. what does that mean? Like, who are you? What do you like? I don't know. What does that mean? Totally. So in that part there, I was connecting to your higher self. Our higher selves are a piece of our soul. What's here on earth is not our full soul. It's not our full energy being. We still have energy that resides up in the divine realm, wherever Mm -hmm. that might be. And that part of you is always connected to you. So there is always a divine connection to everybody with their soul who's here on earth. And 
it does us well if we can remain connected to that soul. But what happens is when we are born here in this physical form on earth, we actually forget pretty much everything. And then we have to figure out what is more beyond that. And we start learning about ourselves and what's beyond this physical form. What's happening now on earth is that we're starting to shift into a higher consciousness and people are starting to question, is there more? Your higher self holds a lot of messages for you. It's always guiding you and cheering you on. It's it's full of love and light for you. This is your essence, your energy, just in a higher realm, mm-hmm. in a higher frequency. So the way you can think of it is like, this is kind of like your library of everything that's ever happened to you in your higher self. And it's in the most loving way. There's no judgment. It's always supported. I feel like it's because like to do the traveling and to do the things that I've done, I've had to kind of silence what I'm supposed to be doing and what I'm supposed to be. Oh, when are you going to get a job? What are you going to do this? What are you, oh, you only make this much money? Blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, no, this feels so good. And I felt like when I was following that path, things were just gliding. Like everything was working out the way it should. I wasn't too attached to like, if things will work out or not. I was just like, this is what I want to do. And I, and a lot of people call that like the flow of life. Like you step into the current and when you're in the current, things just are moving well and as soon as you plop out of that current you're kind of like floundering and you're just trying to figure out what is going on so I've always kind of said it like that with the man traveler guy does he I mean it said that he was like sharing stuff obviously do you think that's just by word of mouth or just stories that he was telling people that he had met Mm -hmm. so it was almost as if when he traveled and there were things these were not like humans this is another planet where there's different creatures and the life there is totally different and you can hear stories that are given to you through plants through animals through beings and you are receiving stories from every single one of those as you're experiencing it and walking through it And then as you carry that knowledge, you come into contact with other beings who want to hear that knowledge Mm -hmm. and you just share your stories and your experience with them. And it's as simple as that, that your, that exchange helps elevate their consciousness and they begin to understand deeper. So cool. I feel like that's parallel exactly to what is happening in my life right now. Right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, no, you're doing, and the other thing that I heard Taylor is that you are, you're super connected to your intuition. You follow those gut feelings and you're really good about doing that and not necessarily letting other people mold what that looks like for you. Hmm. You've done a really good job of doing that. Sweet. You're, yeah. You're, your guides and your team are very proud of you. <laughs> oh, great. We're going to take a brief break to talk about Hypno Babies. Hypno Babies is near and dear to my heart. It is hypnobirthing. I did it for my first pregnancy. I did it for my second and had two unmedicated labors. It is a Hypno Babies course. So the course tells you like what to eat during pregnancy, things that can come up during labor and delivery so that you are educated and ready. Then it has audio tracks that you listen to during your pregnancy to calm your body, calm your mind. You start practicing. I cannot recommend it enough. So if you're like debating or if you're like, oh, that kind of sounds interesting, do it. A hundred percent do it. I've got YouTube videos that talk all about my experience, about what it is. Go check all that. Just get on YouTube and do Hey Shayla, Hypno Babies. If you're interested, Hey Shayla will give you a discount. If any of my codes ever don't work, go to heyshayla.com backslash codes and I'll give you a list of those. All right, let's get back to the show. I am loving this. (laughs) Good, I'm glad. Okay, so you're... The chakra system, I start with the crown. Um, your crown, you have access to your intuition in a limited capacity. The fear of unknown in spirituality and healing keeps you from moving forward and really connecting you to your team and guides. As you continue to explore this side of yourself and start to do the healing, you'll expand your access. 
So what they were showing me is that you're, you have like, it's almost like a bubble that you've created around you. And this is what you feel safe in. And this is where you can tap in really, really easily. What they want you to know is that if you are to remove that bubble, you can actually access your higher self and then you'll be able to get even deeper and more divine guidance and it will come in with more clarity. So you won't be stuck in these areas of like, "Mm, am I supposed to do this kind of like limbo? It's almost like, I don't know, is that right? Is it not wrong? It's going to be like a resounding yes when you can remove that bubble and you can feel safe in connecting further than just what's immediately around you. That's so interesting. I'm because I feel like I'm real open to a lot of stuff. So uh, to hear that there's a bubble around me, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, yes and no. I feel like, no, that doesn't make sense. I'm open to everything. But I feel like <laughs> that right there is ignorance, which is the bubble, right? Like, yeah. And I, but how do you, how do you do that? Is that just like meditation? Mm. I think that is following your curiosity. So if it feels good to be in the space of learning more about metaphysics, I think that you should probably explore it more. And what does that look like for you? Does that look like reading books? What do you feel called to? I feel like there is a bit of like mm, collective energy that's keeping you from exploring these avenues. And that collective energy is coming from where you live. There's a, there's like a certain kind of like um, judgment or view on the spirituality in the area that you're in. And you've kind of taken that in subconsciously and looked at it as if it were like taboo or you shouldn't be kind of accessing these things. They almost kind of shared with me that there may be some sort of like religious influence too that might might be guiding you from exploring these areas of yourself too. Um, I don't know if that's something that your family has practiced, but there may be some sort of, yeah, something like that. I think it's very subconscious for you. It's definitely not conscious. And I know that you have a really open heart and you want to explore more, but that might be something that you can kind of tune into and kind of just get a deeper feel for it. What is that? Right. And I, I hear you because I feel like I've been, it's just how is kind Mm -hmm. of my, like, if the books are the thing that I, I would, I would be interested in reading the books. You know what I mean? Like I'm interested in doing it and I've always felt like it's meditation because I used to really click Mm -hmm. into meditation and just be able to like go there and I do the hypnobirthing and I do that kind of stuff, but I keep just, Oh, I want to meditate. I want to meditate. I want to meditate. And for a while I was on a good kick and I was getting to where I wanted to be. And then like, and by that, I just mean like I was able to silence my mind and kind of like go into that other place. And then I think I've tried recently and it's just like harder. And I'm like, oh, this is hard. I can, And then I'm just frustrated with that. But that's always something that I've like really wanted to do. It's just, you know, finding 10 minutes. Isn't it silly? Like that's not that much time. That's really not that much time. But just like yeah. finding that time. Okay. So maybe I'll try and unpack that and try and figure out. Yeah, I think that if you're called to meditation, that's exactly where you're meant to do this, right? That's where you're meant to spend the time to connect to this. When you're in meditation, you can try doing something like free writing and just bring a journal with you and start writing down. Guides will often come to you or your higher self will often come to you through writing and it comes really easily. So you may not even actually know what it is that you're writing and you'll have to look back at it. And then you'll go, oh, okay, this is it. This is the connection that they're guiding you to. Mm -hmm. The other place that you can find um, a deep connection is in the shower. So a lot of times I'll step out of the shower and I'll be like, okay. And I'll like, all of a sudden things will start to make sense for me. Like grounding, you get in the shower to get Um, So water is a conduit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That one's challenging for me because that's something that I have to do. Like, I'm like, I just want to read a book. 
the part to healing is like, it's work. It's not just going to happen for you. You have to intentionally take the steps to make it happen. And it has not been easy for me to do this while juggling kids and figuring out who I am. It's like, who am I? And then also trying to make time for myself to do all these things. Right. But the cool thing about kids is they're there for the ride. Like, it's okay for you to hold your baby while you're podcasting. It's okay for you to be, you know, you, I can meditate while my kids are in the room and they will kind of tune into that energy and like kind of quiet down and get really calm and play with their toys. Like they follow suit. They totally understand what's going on. Your third eye, you have a strong connection to your children. You feel safe connecting with them and their energy. And also through their thoughts, it's almost like a telepathy that you share with them. Um, most moms have this telepathy connection with their children. And it's just like an, a, a feeling, a knowing. It's hungry. The baby's pooped. We, you know, that it needs to go to sleep. And that's kind of where dads don't understand or have that connection with their children that moms do, because we have known them since they've been in our bellies. Like we just understand them so deeply, every little movement, face tweak, whatever we got it. Yeah. And um, you have a really beautiful connection with your kids where they can also connect back with you. Like you can connect to them this way. They can receive messages from you and you can receive messages from them. You are hesitant to make this kind of connection, like an intuitive connection with anyone else out of fear of judgment. This judgment feels very ancestral to me. Um, There's fear to be truly seen and authentically you. It's almost as if it's passed down and they kept showing me your maternal side. So your grandma, your mom, They have all lived in cycles where the patriarchy ruled and they were forced to comply. The fight to kind of go against this patriarchal cycle to comply has been slowly dampened with every generation. It goes further than your grandma. It's it's pretty far back, this um, ancestral trauma. And so with every generation, the fight almost kind of gets less and less, like you just become more compliant. You're encouraged to bring in more fire into your life to kind of mm, activate that fight again. And I don't mean this in like a sense of fighting with your partner or fighting against something in like a negative way. This is more about your sense of fire and um really standing up for what you believe in so here they brought me through a meditation and I will share it with you they said to close your eyes and imagine you are sitting in a meadow there's green grass all around you birds are chirping wildflowers You can smell the greenery. Life feels perfectly comfortable. Out of the ground in front of you, flames begin to dance slowly, growing in size. What was once a small dancing flame is now a wall of great fire. It's warm, not too hot. You don't feel afraid, but more curious. You stand up and walk toward the wall. You begin to touch it with your fingers. It feels cleansing, welcoming, gentle, and loving. It calls to you to step into it. Slowly, one foot at a time, you enter. It feels like a wave of warmth and strength, like one of a warrior. You're calm and you listen to the fire as it speaks to you. You may see images in your mind's eye hear guidance and forms of thoughts any anxiety fears or pain that may arise give it to the flames they are a form of light that transmutes and heals these pains anxieties and fears are offerings for them when you feel ready walk through the other side of the flames back into a calm meadow 
The birds are chirping, the grass is green, smelling the fresh air. At this time, you may feel emotional, empowered, or even lighter physically. This fire is always here for you when you need it. You may open your eyes and come back. As a note, when you're in the fire, they were sharing with me that you could start to write. They showed me you free writing. And at this time, when you're in this fire, there is some sort of like empowerment, activation, encouragement. And at this time, you will be, you will feel so safely held that things will start to flow on the paper. And I don't know if this is going to be like a release or if it's going to be intuitive downloads. That is really up to you, whatever you need at that time. They also said that if you could light candles or if you guys have a fireplace, bringing in more physical fire essence will help you to connect to that energy too. Okay, and then I have your throat. Your throat is open. Um, it's one of your strongest chakras by far. Um, I hear you clearing your throat often through singing. You offer really clear, strong communication when you're speaking. You're very confident here in this chakra. And um, they want you to just kind of acknowledge and be aware that this is like your power chakra. A lot of people, like for me, my solar plexus is my power chakra and it can change per person, but just know that for you, this point is where a lot of your energy and strength is held and you can actually stretch that um, energy to reach through the other chakras, whichever ones feel like they're not vibrating as high as the other chakras are. You can connect a beam of light from your higher self through your crown through your third eye, through your throat, and then all the way down your solar plexus, well, through your heart, your solar plexus, your sacral, your root, and then really grounding down into the earth too. That's going to help you connect that energy flow and really create a balance within your body. I feel like you're going to feel really whole after you mm. do something like that too. Your heart is so full of love, but it gives love with the promise of safety. Some there's it, they were showing me um, like there's some scarring in your heart from past hurts, experiences from past relationships, whether it's your own relationship that you've seen things or felt some pain from or your parents relationship. They were showing me that this would be a really good place for you to start your healing in your heart. Start connecting to some of those pains that you have um, kind of held on to and giving yourself permission to let go of that and kind of start anew. Your solar plexus, you are stepping into your power. With each birthing of your child, you are reclaiming your divine feminine and it is as if you reclaim that divine feminine through having daughters, but also through having the, these really beautiful empowered births. And then you can proudly embody this divine feminine being that you are. Your sacral, you operate in the masculine a lot. You tend to kind of lean toward the masculine as it feels safer and like more structured. I feel like you can kind of tend to get a little bit um, airy, like kind of like um, forgetful or flaky or something like that. And so you lean really heavily on the masculine structures to help keep you in place so that you aren't kind of, um, for lack of a better word, a mess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, they're asking you though to bring in more feminine flow. Bringing in more of this feminine energy is kind of gonna help you surrender more to motherhood, all the ebbs and flows, making space for you to show up in both capacities, your career and motherhood without guilt for one or the other. 
Um, have compassion for yourself in this season. If your business takes a pause, sometimes that's okay. You're actually collecting stories to tell later. So when you have these times and your kids are sick, your husband is sick, it's okay to put the business on pause and then just kind of move forward in what's going on, being really present with your family. And from this experience, you're going to take away a story that you're going to be able to use in your business. So it's almost as if no matter how you choose to spend your time in your life, your business is always going to follow you because it's a part of who you are. It's a part of your soul's essence to share stories. And it's so easy for you to just hop on here and share what's been going on in your life. And people are going to have this, it's almost like a magnetism to your stories because they're so relatable that all is not lost. Like it's all really coming together for you. So you don't have to think of it as one or the other. They're very much incorporated. They're all the same. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. They want you to, okay. So in your route, they want you to practice grounding daily and do this through meditation, set your roots and connect to the earth's core energy. So, um, we talk about the universe a lot and there's a lot of beautiful divine energy in the universe. But what we don't know is that there's also beautiful divine energy in the core of the earth. And so it's very easy for us to access this even by going for a walk, opening a window, visualizing our bodies and watching our energy go through our feet. And we're growing roots down deep into the earth's crust, past the core, through the crystals, the sacred pools of water and then you hit the earth's core energy and tether to that energy really create a strong bond with that energy and it feels like right now you may need to do that more than once a day it might be three times a day when I was in the throes of motherhood and had babies and everything felt so overwhelming to me I would fill up my glass of water and practice grounding and watch myself grow roots while I was filling my glass of water so it's something as simple and small as that that can help bring you back together and really ground you they were also telling me that in grounding this will allow you to step deeper into the flowy energy of the feminine without getting lost or completely swept away so the more that you ground and the deeper that you are grounded the safer you're going to be feeling about stepping into that feminine energy and the safer you will be to step into that feminine energy okay so that is your energy reading and you're welcome to ask questions Okay, I'm going to just tilt this guy up, give a little nursey snacky snack. This poor girl sick. So oh. I guess a couple of things. First with the meditation, we'll just go from, we'll just go from the ground up. When you said grounding into the ground, I liked the idea of going up to the higher self. So it's interesting mm-hmm. to hear you say, no, go ground first. Mm-hmm. So for you, it's really important because I don't know what your, do you know your astrological signs? I know you're a Scorpio, but what yeah, else are you? Definitely know. Okay. Yeah. I feel like you have a lot of air in your chart too. Yeah. So it feels like you tend to kind of exist higher up in your mm-hmm. chakras. Like you yeah. just, um, you're just like kind of floaty. There's just a very floaty energy and it feels like you need to actually weigh yourself down mm, I see and that. When you feel floaty to me, I'll get like physical headaches. I'll feel really overwhelmed. It feels like there's like this chaos in my brain that I can't like contain. My my kids crying or something like that is extremely triggering. And I'll kind of like, I mean, I'll like kind of explode when I'm not grounded. And then when you are grounded, you have a clear mind. You don't have that confusion or the cloudiness in your head. Mm -hmm. And then at that point is when you can connect to your higher self and bring that energy down. And then you will have a clear like pathway of energy that it's not, it's not going to get stuck. It's going to be able to flow through you really safely. And it will be a more gentle process for your body. Okay. I like that. I like the idea of yeah, almost like this is going to be weird, but the vessel has to be grounded to properly collect the message, I guess. 
Mm-hmm. Like if it's balancing on something and trying to be like, okay, tell me what you need me here. And then like some water comes in, it's just going to not go to anywhere. But if you can like ground that and then collect the message, then okay. I like that. Thank you. We're going to take a brief break to talk about a company called Explore, I-K-S-P-L-O-R. They are a merino wool base layer. I grew up in Minnesota and I don't know if it's because my mom was grew up in California, but I did not ever learn how to dress in cold weather. So I'm thinking I need 15 layers and I'm still freezing. Why? And they're like, it's because you're not using the right stuff. Apparently you need three layers, a merino wool base layer, a fleece mid layer, and then an outer waterproof layer. Who knew? I have a few outfits myself. I've got them for my kids. They're my kids' uniform. They wear them to bed. They wear them like... I wash them and put them right back on them. If you're interested in a merino wool base layer, the code is HeyShayla for a discount. Let's get back to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, the heart scars things. So mm-hmm. now we'll go, this is connected, but the burning thing, this is going to be ridiculous, but Burning Man has a temple, they call it. There's the temple and the Burning Man. Do you know much about Burning Man? No. Okay. So there's, there's two burns at the end of the, at the end of the week. One burn is the temple and the other one is the man. So the temple, you are supposed to write notes, put them in the temple or write physically on the temple, things that you need to release. And then they burn it. And so it's this huge collective release of like all of these things. Then the next day they burn the man and that's just a party. But like the temple is this very sacred. People are in there most of the week, just bawling, crying, holding each other, like releasing these things. So literally when you're talking about like, there's this huge fire, you need to walk inside of it. The offerings are the things that you need to give up. I'm just imagining the temple and like, mm. you can sit in there and write things. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I should have let it go. I think the second, I think the second year I went back, I ended up writing something, but I think that's all. So that was like very relevant. Mm, I think that's beautiful validation for you to take and go, "Mm, okay. So it's okay for you to release those things now. They're actually not serving you anymore. And if you can find a way to let go of those, that's where your healing is going to start. I know what I need to learn how to do it independent of anyone else, anyone else's apology, conversation, <laughs> and just yeah, personally let it go. You don't want to carry that through to your children, you know, mm-hmm. like let that end with you. Right. And, and face that those hard emotions like the crying and yeah they just were showing me you walking out feeling really emotional and like let yourself go there that's okay because being emotional you are safe you are safe to be emotional you are safe to let go of these things the thing that you can imagine is when you are letting go of some of these scars that are in your heart you can imagine light filling back up into those voids so that you're not left empty yeah, because the question that I couldn't remember that now I remember is I was like, what if I don't have any trauma? What if there's mm-hmm. nothing? What do you mean I need to meditate to try and heal myself? I'm fine. <laughs> and then we went into the chakras and I was like, yeah, no, just keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep, <laughs> just keep reading through the chakras. Let's just hear them all at once. <laughs> totally. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I did your uh, physical scan too. And um, I just saw some, like, there might be some adrenal fatigue that you're experiencing. And then also they showed that your womb kind of lit up. And I think the adrenal fatigue is definitely very physical. So you probably are waking up a lot. You're probably overexerting yourself a lot. You're probably spread really, really thin. Totally normal for where you're at in motherhood. I'm the same. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Um, but what they're asking you is to kind of bring in some adrenal healing foods. I really appreciate the medical medium's perspective on adrenal healing foods. And he shares to bring in potassium, salt, and sugar as a snack. And salt does not mean like table salt or Himalayan salt. He means salts that are found through fruits or vegetables. My go-to is apple, celery, and dates. 
There's another one that I really like that is watermelon, celery juice, and lime juice. All of these will help like refuel your adrenals and um, pretty much the same way that sleep would, right? And then another good one is licorice root. This one, you will have to use your own discretion whether you'd want to do it when you're breastfeeding or not because it's really up to you whether you're comfortable with. Another one is red raspberry leaf. That's really good for the adrenals, vitamin C, lemon balm, zinc, and B12. They were also saying bring in, you need to have more greens. So like spinach, kale, lettuce. If you can bring those into a smoothie in the morning and then have a salad later, um, something like raisins would be really good to balance in the salad because you have that, um, the salt from the spinach, and then you get the sugar from the raisins. And then if you did something like lime on top, that would add some potassium or lemon. Um, cranberry water, if you can, I think, you have, yeah, you can probably get fresh cranberries in your area and then blend those with water, then strain them out. You've got a super charged like elixir. For me, when I drink the blended cranberry water, I feel so much more alive. And I hmm. don't know if it actually immediately fuels my adrenals, but I feel so much better. I think that the way that it helps support my immune system and kind of, um, because it's also antiviral, antibacterial kind of kills the bugs off. It just makes me feel so much better. So I think that would be really supportive. Um, wild blueberries, papaya, melons, grapes, pears, plums, and any kind of citrus like oranges, mandarins tangerines would be really helpful too. Then as for your womb, I, I think your womb healing um, is definitely connected to the, the reading of the chakras. I think it has a lot for you, a lot to do with you connecting to your divine feminine. Oh yeah. Okay. I definitely related to that. I'm like, yeah, I definitely go more, I don't know, masculine, whatever, because that's, I've even said that, like, I'm like, I used to be a dude chick. Like I didn't like hanging out with girls because girls were high drama. And I just liked hanging out with the boys and now having kids. I'm like, I don't, I can't even relate to men right now. <laughs> well, I just like <laughs> women are who I can just have a conversation with. And like, we totally. operate at another level. Like there's a child crawling all over me, making noises. And you and I are just like tuned in here, Like, but I'm still like, I know what's going on with her, but like, we're here, you know, sometimes it's helpful to like, listen to it over and over and kind of sit with it and let it just like kind of unpack right. it yourself. I know. And I'm such a, like Seth and I, I'm a talk to thinker and he's a think to talker. So I need mm. to talk things out to process them where he's like, I mean, Hey Seth, I want tacos. Actually, maybe we should get burgers actually. And he's like, what do you already said tacos? Because he's already done all the processing in his mind. So when he says tacos, he means it. And when I say it yeah. out loud, I'm just like throwing out an option. So like, <laughs> I'm almost wondering if I need to like book a therapy session. You've heard all these things before, yeah. but now let's, <laughs> let's talk about it. Yeah. I mean, if that's where you feel the most supported right now, totally do that. Okay. That's very interesting. I, yeah, I don't know what to say just because I feel like I need to like really dig into it mm -hmm. and process it. I started this thing like, oh, yeah, cool. Tell me about reading. And now I'm like, oh, uh. <laughs> I think that's normal. That's totally, totally normal. I mean, the fact that you didn't cry is good because I mean, not good, but the fact that you were able to hold it together together enough because that's a, a normal reaction. Because these are yeah. these are really heavy. They're, they're, they're that, pretty I mean, deep. that was my. Oh, just keep going. You can. Yeah. Why yeah. don't you just keep reading through it? I don't want to talk about it right now. Keep going. Yeah. Totally. What's a bubble? I don't feel like I have a bubble around me. I'm super open to everything. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. So what do you, how do you normally end this? Just like, there you go. Or is it yeah. And then I'll say if you have any, cause usually I do this by voice note, um, uh, as a mom myself who doesn't have a lot of time that's set aside, I will do it in my own available time. And so I'll send the voice notes within a week of the appointment. And then I will say that you can totally email me any of your questions and I'd be happy to help guide you any further. And um, thank you so much for letting me into your energy and trusting me enough to do this for you.
Yeah. It was definitely an honor. I, I really love this so much <laughs> because it's, I feel like it's almost reaffirming, like, or if you're in a stuck spot and you need a little bit of guidance or something, I feel like this would be a great thing to do. So, so where can people find you if they want to, I mean, talk to you, learn more about this, get a reading. Yeah. You can find me at aligned mama's healing on Instagram and then at alignmamashealing.com. And either of those, you can contact me and ask me all the questions. Well, and I love that you do it for moms. And then you also, like you said, nonverbal children, you can connect with their high. Oh, I can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, I can connect with anyone and everyone. And a lot of moms that come to me are asking me about kids that they have issues with. So like troubled children, ones that are very emotional or act out a lot. There's something more going on and moms know that, but they can't tap into what that Uh is. And so I offer words to what that might be. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing this. And thank you for asking me. You asked me and I was like, yeah, yeah, (laughs) let's do that. Like that. Thanks for being brave. (laughs) Right. Cause it's kind of, it's, it's a little woo woo. And Seth was like, are you going to do it? And I was like, I am going to do it because I think what, like you can only, learn good things and like I don't know just kind of have a good direction if you're trying to heal things or make some changes or if you're stuck totally yeah which I feel like is super relevant especially postpartum for mom oh my like, gosh who am I totally and we need that that life purpose validation <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely okay awesome thank you so much I'll talk yeah. to you soon thank you Sheila we had a miscarriage like months before Aaliyah was born. It was a blighted ovum. The baby started to be made and then something happened and it just stopped. And so like literally the there was never a baby. So at 11 weeks, we went in to get our ultrasound. They were like, your uterus is empty. But I had all the hormones. My uterus was the size of 11 weeks. Like my body was acting like I did. So then I felt betrayed by my body because I was like, yo, get it together. You don't even have a baby. Like, why are you, why are you hormonal? Why do you have cravings? Are these even real? Whatever. But I never had to miscarry a baby because it just got reabsorbed because it happened so early on. Was there a soul connected to it? Was there, you know what I mean? Yeah. So the, what I know and what I believe and what resonates for me about miscarriages is when you have a miscarriage, you have had a soul contract with another soul. Mm -hmm. You made this contract with them saying, yeah, I will take you in for this amount of time and then you can leave. Like I will be that vessel for you. And all that they were contracted for was a day, two weeks, four weeks, three months of time on earth. And that's all the density they needed to experience. And then that was enough for them to move on because earth is a school here. Everything we do, we are learning and stepping into deeper and deeper healing. No one has reached complete healing is totally evolved here on earth what you were doing is something really commendable you signed up to be able to take this soul and just act as a very safe vessel for them to quickly touch down earth and then that's all they needed and i know it's really hard when you lose children and it feels like your body has Deceived you know, you. failed you. Yeah. yeah. Deceived you, failed you. But that's not the case at all on a spiritual level. You've done exactly what you were meant to. I actually, someone said something similar to that when it happened. They were like, there's an idea that before you got here, you kind of wrote the script for your life. And you were like, this is something that it's not quite what you're saying, but this is something that you invited in to teach you a lesson before you were here to like feel the lesson like you knew that you needed it and that's what happened essentially is like you this was something that you needed to experience and that actually brought me some comfort I was like oh okay well do you feel like everybody can tap into this if they Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. but it's just definitely Seth and I were watching this documentary talking about how this man believes that 
is he's very popular i don't know whatever but he basically believes that there was a more advanced civilization before the ice age more advanced than our civilization pre-ice age he goes to the pyramids and then he finds a ton of different things like that all around the world that have been buried by earth and like these underground structures that are like 130 feet underground that are just like little bubbles in the like yeah hallways and all of this stuff and he's like there had to have been more advanced how can it not we can't these are not right. being by cavemen like yeah. they, they got wiped out by the ice age and stuff was like do you believe that and i was like i i think it depends on what you mean by advanced i think that our civilization is extremely if you're looking at like technology and you're looking at money and you're looking at whatever yeah oh yeah we're advanced if you're looking at connecting to the higher beings and reading the earth and understanding what's going on disconnected. Like we are so under advanced in that way that like, yeah, maybe we can move rocks really simply. And it's really interesting because all of the stories around the pyramids, all of like the wives tales, right. They're built by giants. Mm -hmm. What? Like maybe that's make believe, but it's, a consistent story in a lot of the different so like were there giants like where are their bones maybe they're maybe right. that maybe it is just a story or maybe it's like five foot people and then six foot people and they're like well you're huge you know but it's just so interesting to like know because he's talking like twelve thousand, like way before jesus and way yeah. before like it's just so totally. wild and interesting yeah and like, yeah we're advanced in some ways but so under advanced in totally all of this absolutely all right thank you guys so much for listening if you enjoyed it please share with somebody you think would love and i would be so honored if you would subscribe to the podcast and leave a comment and rating below so i can know what you guys are digging what you want more of just connect with you a little better thank you so much for listening and i'll see you next time